With 22 million UK users, LinkedIn offers a fabulous opportunity to find your ideal clients and to stay ahead of your competition. But what do these future clients currently find when they visit your profile? First impressions count. So, are you proud of your fantastic profile because it is client ready and written with them in mind? Or do you look at it and wonder how you could do better because you are not generating leads? My Marketing Guy works with those who want to take advantage of the amazing potential offered by LinkedIn. So, for more details, please email guy at mymarketingguy.co.uk to arrange an initial consultation. Remember, your next client is on LinkedIn. You're listening to Go Fish, exclusively on the pod station. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Go Fish Marketing Podcast. My name is Mark Pollan. My business is Funky Vibes Marketing. Now joining me as always are my co-hosts. We have the lovely Elaine Atherton from To Sum It Up. Hi Elaine. Hello there. Nice to see you all again. Your hair's looking lovely. You had a... Oh, well, you know what you, we say in here. Absolutely. Been, <laughs> uh, which which uh, uh, ties me nicely into the uh, second co-host... <laughs> Who's just unleashed his luscious locks, the mane uh, that dowers the head of our other co-host. It's Chris Roxborough from My Marketing Guy. Hey, Chris. Hello, Mark. Hello, everybody. Yes, I do have uh, lockdown locks at the moment, but they are being sorted at the end of the week. As is the beard. The beard's going. Oh, you won't look as wise. Uh, no comment. <laughs> now we, we... You know, I've got a question to ask there actually just on the beard thing as a female I don't I have to <laughs> careful where you go with this Elaine my missus <laughs> my missus is a little bit touchy about the odd hair that might appear I I haven't got the head around why during lockdown lots of men have grown a beard because you don't have to shave it's a pain in we, the bum to shave we can. yeah uh, if if you don't have to go to a meeting, you don't need to shave. And if you don't need to shave, a beard will grow. So people have kind of been a bit more blasé about the whole beard thing. In my case, uh, I've always been blasé, which is why I have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, right. So beards are going then. This is why the beards are going for most no. people. Because they're going out the house. No. I speak for anybody else. No, so, I'm uh, keeping right. mine and so is the missus. Um <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, moving on swiftly, uh, yes. because I'm going to be sleeping on the couch tonight. Uh, we have ourselves a guest, a beardless guest, no less. Um, it is uh, Tony Radford from Proactive Applications. Hiya, Tony. How are you doing? Hi, everybody. Hi, Mark. Hi, Elaine. Hi, Chris. Yeah, I'm doing very well, thank you. And um, I recently had a haircut, so I'm feeling... Uh, what's the word? I can lift my head easily and lift my eyebrows as well, which is a really good thing. So 50% of the people on this show are looking pristine and the other 50%, i.e. you and me, Chris, uh, are looking ragged, rugged. Well, I wouldn't say that, but Tony's absolutely right. Beard hair weighs an awful lot. Uh, You've no idea how much much weight uh, I seem to have... uh, added after growing the beard you know jumped on the scales a few days ago gosh from since since lockdown it's just enormous so uh, yeah beard hair weighs a lot so i'm looking 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 to get rid of that (laughs) now tony you you, you're joining us today as our uh guest expert on a, a slightly niche area for marketing but there's lots of applications and it's probably a tool which is uh, often underestimated and probably underutilized as well. Um, it's uh, case management systems, CRMs, and the tools and the benefits that that offers. That's kind of what we're going to be touching on today, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And um, the thing is that, um, you know, we we all need structure and software 
adds and helps us with that structure to achieve our marketing goals, basically. Absolutely. Organization uh, and precision always are. Yeah. Uh, and, and more things that hopefully we'll get into a bit later. Yeah, no spoilers. Uh, right, uh, we always like to, for the benefit of those who might be tuning in for the first time, Go Fish is a uh, a marketing tips podcast. So each episode, we choose a topic, uh, and we hopefully will enable you to be better advised, equipped to uh, maximize either your budget or the skill sets that you either have or can then go away and and develop yourself. And if all else fails, then you have us as the uh, experts, and I'm doing. Uh, air quotes which of course is useless in podcast town um uh, who we you can fall back on if you need some extra help or advice now if you want to get in touch with the show uh, for some questions or some uh, extra help uh, if you send an email to gofish at the podstation.co.uk um alternatively if you want to suggest a topic that you want us to cover you can email us or you can uh, direct messages on any of our social media pages so we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Uh, you can also listen to all of the other episodes. So this one technically should be episode 24, although I'm rubbish at keeping count. If you want to listen to the other ones, and we've covered a whole range of things from, uh, I don't know, graphics, branding, uh, segmentation, uh, there's loads of stuff, lockdown specials, then you can find it on the podstation.co.uk. There's a GoFish page, or... If you want to subscribe using any of your preferred uh, podcast platforms, so Apple, Google, Spotify, when the latest episode is uh, uploaded, it will automatically download on whatever device it is that you might use to listen and consume your podcast uh, fixes. So I think I've covered all of the uh, the boring stuff. Uh, let's move on to news. Uh, we try and pick a, a topical news item that might be relevant for your marketing uh, and elaine you've suggested one for today do you want to uh, tell the folks what it is yeah well it sort of came from uh we were discussing about in, in two days time uh, that uh, we're all going to be going out there in shops and we need to wear masks and uh, so it was like is that question really about how many people are out there now doing their own branding on masks for their restaurants and things like that so very interesting, obviously, because, of course, it is a form of marketing as well, isn't it? So so we thought that's quite a nice little topic to uh, talk about to start us off. Yeah, so uh, come Friday, just to put this into some sort of time context for people, uh, from Friday, it is going to be the rule that if you go into shops, I'm not sure about restaurants and bars, I'm going to assume it's no. the same, is it no. not? So it's no, just just shops. Uh, you need to wear a face mask. Um, Chris... That means that you won't need to cover up your beard because your beard will have gone. Yep, that's true. For the purposes of those who are probably wondering what the relevance of a face mask and a marketing podcast might be, I guess one of the things I'd probably suggest, Chris, is the fact that it's, uh, it, well, I'm biased here, but if you can brand it, brand it. <laughs> and a face mask mm -hmm. is another thing that you can stick your logo on. So from a business perspective, it actually makes good sense if you are going to have to wear a face mask, whether it be for business purposes or indeed just for trotting around for your own domestic purposes. If you've got some logo or some uh, commercial mm -hmm. branding on there, it's free advertisement, isn't it? Advertise your face. You can't normally do it, Chris, because you've got a beard covering it, but with a mask, perfect opportunity, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I understand that uh, if it doesn't move, you brand it, Mark. Um, <laughs> but on, on the basis that I, I don't wear branding on my T-shirt or, um, or, I don't know, overcoat, blazer, jacket, shirt um I, I it's unlikely i'll be i'll be getting a branded uh, branded mask but i understand what you say and i'm sure some people will will see it as an opportunity i think it probably depends on the sort of company you are yeah it does i mean tony i don't, don't know how you feel about this but i mean i guess if you had say someone coming in to clean your house and they have to wear a face mask or if you've got builders and they have to put them on and you've got a workforce as such, it, it, if you've got them wearing your branded T-shirts, it 
kind of makes sense that they have some branded face yeah. masks as well. Yeah, I think it's uh, for for business to uh, commercial uh, to yeah B two C. I think that is actually a pretty good idea. I, I was flicking through Instagram uh, today and I noticed that Bristol City have got some Bristol City branded face masks, but um, I'm not sure whether I'll be wearing one of those or not. <laughs> if they're anything like your football team, Tony, they'll probably be rubbish. Well, oh. they'll, probably be, they'll probably be fantastic for six weeks and then absolutely death on two legs for <laughs> four or five weeks and unpredictably better soon after. But yes, they'll just lead to endless disappointment, obviously. Well, as a, as a Leeds fan, we've obviously had to hold back on selling our branded face masks because we'd have to change the championship logo to a Premier League logo. <laughs> One day uh, we'll get there. One day we'll get there. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I certainly would no suggest... <laughs> no, well, yeah. Chris gets to stay quiet because he's a Liverpool fan, so you'd have to you'd have to change the number of uh, Premiership trophies on there, wouldn't you, Chris? 19 now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Elaine, uh, as an Everton fan, you've got a blank space for trophies to go on there, haven't you? Absolutely. Uh, very good, very good. What do, uh, on the masks, though, one of the companies I follow uh, is um, Mowgli. I love Mowgli, and they were the first ones I saw who actually did get the logoed masks done, obviously for their staff, but, of course, they, they were open for the public to buy them as well. So I thought it was... Uh, Lots of fans of Mowgli out there. I imagine a lot of people bought one. If you're going to wear a mask, you know, something a bit different, why not? Well, I, yeah. I think Tony's raised a good one there, albeit for a bad football team. But there are loads of masks that people can now buy because you have to wear them. And the reality is you're probably going to have to wear them for the foreseeable future. So um, if people are going to go and buy branded masks for, say, their football club... You might not get Joe Bloggs on the street necessarily wanting to wear one of your business's branded ones, but as I said before, your workforce probably have no option but to wear them if you tell them because it can form part and parcel of their uniform, um, whatever that guy's is. Uh, but I, I guess you could get them for your family and your friends as well because they'd probably be quite happy wearing some of your stuff because if they need a face mask and you're giving them one for free... Um, yeah. And even clients, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. gone are the days where you give away free pens, Chris. It's now free face masks. <laughs> well, there we are. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose uh, it's, it, it, umbrellas are done. Why not a mask? Yes, I suppose so. Can't see it, though. Not me, anyway. I was going to ask, actually, if you thought that there would come a time when, you know, at, at exhibitions or conferences, people give out badges and uh, pens key fobs, whether people will be giving out masks. I don't know, you know, I, I think it's very possible. I mean, good ones. I, I think the the importance is you, it's not something you can really skimp on, is it? And certainly people, now they have to wear them, are going to be very conscious of wearing good quality face masks. So if you're going to do it, do it right is probably all I would say, or else you probably end up going to be damaging yourself. Um, but yes, so it, it's well worth bearing it in mind, guys. Um, and certainly, if you need anyone to do the artwork for them, uh, give me a shout. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't sew, so I won't be making them. <laughs> Shameless plug. Right, <laughs> shall we get down to business then? Let's 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 not waste any more of Tony's time. Uh, we've brought you in specifically, Tony, to to cover the sort of the link between marketing and the benefit of people's marketing strategies with the use of a, a CRM system. I, I suppose the first question I will say is because I say CRM because I know what it is and kind of understand it, but there will be people out there who are going, I've got no idea what you're talking about and I don't really understand how people use what it is that you are talking about. So if we could perhaps start with the basics of explaining what a CRM is, what it's quite more widely used for, and then we can perhaps tie it into how it's used from a marketing perspective. Um, yeah, sure. So CRM um, means or stands for Customer or Client Relationship Management. And um, it's the idea that you use some form of database to capture data, and then you've got some screens to manipulate that data. But a CRM could theoretically be a spread or actually a paper file would be could be a CRM as well. That's the concept. But in reality, obviously, these days we would use some form of software and probably now more and more some sort of um, 
online services, you know, software as a service package. Okay, and and the kind of features that that you you're looking at are um, collating your customer information, uh, managing projects that you might be doing. Um, what what other things can you do with the information that you're ultimately capturing? So there are um, many different types of um, CRM tools. So, for example, um, you might have them a CRM that's really uh, just about managing sales leads. An example of that would be PipeDrive. It's you when you log in, you've got a chart with all your sales leads on, and that would be specifically for people that are probably in sales rather than, say, for example, a freelancer or somebody that's more product or service focused. Um, you've got other types that are to do with um, communication. So you could use something like, um, I don't know, something like GetResponse. So GetResponse could be used as a CRM tool, if you like. Um, and that would be the primary focus of that wouldn't be machining sales leads. It would be uh, contact with people. Um, so a sales, uh, a CRM tool can, can be have its focus at any part of the sales funnel, if you like. So it could be all about gathering uh, um, you know, opportunities. It could be about machining opportunities and moving sales leads and everything else in between. Um, and given you know, you've got these different types of use cases for a CRM, you've got different levels of sophistication as well. So, uh, for example, PipeDrive is a very, very simple piece of software to use. I've used uh, four CRM solutions in my time. Um, and, you know, the, the sort of 80-20 of, of a CRM would be for most people to, somewhere to put their contacts and have a way of having a safe place to store them, having a way of easily being able to select segments of those uh, contacts. So... They might want everybody that lives in Bristol, for example, um, or they might like want everybody over the age of 55. Um, and um, so, so you take a subset of contacts and then you do something with them. The CRM may allow you to do that. So, for example, in Proactive, if I may mention that, um, you have a screen with their phone number, their email address, and you can work down them as a call list, or you can press a button and put them and send a mail shot to them, these kinds of things. So, um, yeah, CRM, it's kind of a tool that, oh, sorry, rather it's, a, it's an acronym that's really quite broad um, in, in its use. But the thing to do would be to come to the software and to say, you know, what do I need from a piece of software? So the, the, one of the things um, I noticed was that, in my opinion, that many of the CRM solutions that we currently have on the market make what I, what I think is a false assumption about the users, which is that when they log in, they actually know what they're going to do next. Um, I actually uh, did some research. I was, I, was, I was living in Italy, and I was coming back, and I was, I was looking for a project. And um, I decided to email a load of uh, smaller businesses and freelancers, and I basically just asked them, what's your biggest problem? And um, it was about 75% of people said, um, I don't like selling, or I think selling is for slimy people, or I'm out of control of my selling. And another, another big message was, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I've, I've got too much to do, and I don't quite know where to start. When I sit down, I'm... You know, my, my coaches said, sit down and do some marketing. And I haven't got a clue when I sit down to my PC on what I actually literally do next. So I did a bit more research into this because I, I, I thought that was, a, um, it was, for me, it's very surprising because you have um, free everything, basically, in this where you've got free training, enough to get you from stage one to stage two. Um, you've got free CRM solutions. Um, but none of it was really cutting, you know, the mustard really for these people. So I looked a bit more into it, and I felt that um, the CRM that kind of a lot of people were logging into was for people that had all, already got the idea of how to sell, how to do the marketing, how to find leads. They've already got that button down, and then the CRM becomes a tool to manage that data in, you know, for them. So what I aim to do what we've aimed to do is to, is to sort of backfill the gap between what I perceive as the problem 
and where I think there's a very large uh, market, a very large number of people, because um, the UK has got one of the highest uh, percentages of self-employed people in the world. I think it's something like 12 or 13 percent. It's bigger than America anyways. And more and more people are being tumbled out of uh, employment, out of PAYE, and they suddenly find that they've got to get their own, make their own money somehow, you know. Um, and these people probably, if they are f specialists in a certain professional area or even trade or something, um, they probably don't have the sort of sales skills or the understanding of what they've got to do every day to get um, a lead, for example, or how difficult it is to get a sales lead, a, a qualified sales lead in the door. So we, we, I, I really went for that gap, basically. Um, I can't possibly outfire, outgun, outperform, outexpend any of my competitors. They are all Goliaths on steroids, basically compared with, with myself. But I do have, um, I do have something that I believe works for people. Um, and yeah. Ten minutes, ten days, ten actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office or whilst out and about. For more information, visit twosummitup.co.uk forward slash 10 actions. Proactive is is the product you're talking about there, which is the product that you you've created and and provide. Uh, Elaine, uh, Tony said some uh, phrases there about hating selling. If if he was singing a song, it will be a, a song that you're very familiar with, uh, and uh, I suspect some of the solutions that his his products offer are uh, music to your ears. To continue that analogy. Oh, totally. I mean, yeah, obviously, I, I do know Tony and I've worked uh, closely with Tony over the last couple of years. Uh, it, yes, it is. A it builds a huge gap for people who are in the wilderness because uh, it's all very well us saying, oh, you should be doing this, you should be doing that, and you should be doing the other with your marketing and your sales. But actually, one of the biggest areas people fall down is, is the ad hoc stuff. You know, ad hoc is not your friend when you're a, a small business owner and as much as you know, some people are more creative than others and whatever that looks like, having something that keeps you on track with regular actions is absolutely so valuable, I believe, which is why I do, you know, big fan of, of Proactive. And I totally agree with what Tony said is there's that huge gap because for those who've been in the corporate world, CRM systems are, you know, they're all over the place. And, you know, a lot of us, as I've been, are on the end of the information of, of a CRM system. And it's like, oh, there's all these contacts, do something with them. But actually, how many people know where to start, what to put in, how it, how it works for you, and is jargon-free? That's the problem. You know, a lot of things, because they're meant for different, you know, people doing different things. For, for the very small micro-business owner, they are wearing all the hats. And to get their head around how to get a system that's really easy and user-friendly is is pretty key so yes um tony definitely talks my language <laughs> definitely <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can definitely identify with that because in an earlier life um with uh with a you know decent sized workforce um we we took on one of the market leaders as a as a CRM system it was overwhelming it was just far too much it was um, and it put me off and I think from what what Tony's saying is you, correct me if I'm wrong Tony but you've you've taken you've taken that model and you've made it you've made it customer friendly and relevant to the uh, five or six million self-employed certainly shortly to become a lot more, um, make it relevant to them, and, and they'll be able to to use a proper system rather than uh, possibly what I do at the moment, and that's uh, an Excel spreadsheet and lots of columns. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, well, one of the um, issues you mentioned is the need for simplicity, for example. Mm, yeah. Uh, and um, I'm going through a, through a phase of um, reviewing the user experience and the user interface. And uh, when, when I first, the first uh, version I, I built, I, I was living in Italy, I came over to London, I was in this big networking meeting, I showed it to people. And it, it was just—it was just too complicated, you know. And uh, I remember getting up, and uh, everybody had sixty seconds. And I, I did my pitch, and I sat down, and the guy puts his hand up, and he said, "So, what does it do then?" But, <laughs> you know, I need to get my messaging a bit, you know, a bit more kind of uh, firmed up here. But it was the the the, uh, the 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 challenge there is to remove as many features as possible, uh, take away as many fields as possible, simplify it as much as possible. And um, yeah, we, we've aimed to do that. And just so that um, when people come in, um, we want people to experience a benefit to them that's basically, to put it crudely, worth more to them than the um, monthly subscription to Proactive, yeah. uh, which, which is very low, by the way. But um, the so what, what, what we're trying to do is that we don't want people to have to learn and I make a big effort in order to get in into the software, and we we that, that's a constant, ongoing you know battle really. It's uh, if you're from a commercial background, you'll probably have experienced a, a CRM system. In fact, you'll probably have taken it for granted because you won't have had much to do with either the implement. <laughs> you won't have had, yeah yeah you won't have had anything to do with the implementation of it. Um, you probably won't even have to do an awful lot with what's on there. Uh, there'll probably be another team somewhere else that will do something with it. If you're a, a, a smaller outfit or you've not come from that background, uh, you might be unfamiliar with a CRM. You might not understand the benefits of it, and it, it might be overfacing to use it. Um, I sus we, we're often probably sound like a broken record when we talk about having a marketing strategy and we often talk about identifying who you're targeting, how you're going to target them. This is a perfect example of a tool that kind of ticks both boxes really because the facilities you've mentioned allow you to focus and hone in on a particular type of existing client, i.e. someone who's already said they're interested in your products because they've used you or asked for a quote. Um, and the ability to action your plan by, as you say, sending an email out to them, whatever that might be, whether it's the latest product, special offer, just to touch bases with them, uh, etc. And, and I suppose one of the key things you'd always want to urge people to do is to do it now, not do it later or later or later, because actually... The longer you leave it, the more information you've got to try and put on there or the more opportunities you'll have missed out on by not doing it at this moment in time. Um, yeah, actually, uh, within Proactive, it's very simple. Uh, well, I mean, what I wanted is one place where everybody, where people could store all, every piece of information they wanted to about a contact. So we got you can upload files, for example. So I'm old school and I like to use pencil and paper. And um, with that, I generally, if, I've got, if, I'm, if I'm in a meeting, I'm scribbling and I just take a photograph of it and upload that to a contact record. But the, the contacts functionality isn't really the core. It's kind of a side issue in some ways because the core feature, in my opinion, um, the, uh, of Proactive is, is you were saying doing it and doing it. I mean, doing it is a marketing uh, activity based on you know the other things that to do with branding. Um, you know, you're, you're knowing who you're, knowing what products you're selling, knowing what benefits there, and all that sort of thing. But the the other side of that is um, is actually turning up and doing something every day. So we have a feature called daily rituals, which is one of the main features. And the um, the idea behind that for and this might be revolutionary to a lot of people uh, in the kind of market that we're talking about is that uh, you sit down every day and you do some uh, activity that takes that builds your business. Um, one of the things I discovered when I was in the research phase of this project was how little um, actual sales time most people do. They, they, there, was a, there was a guy um, who did um, audited, audited companies, failing companies, and he was called in. He would always audit how much time 
they spent um, on sales activities. So he would ask the managing director or something, you know, a, a person in that sort of position, how many hours per week do you spend on business building activity? And it was always, no, we're doing it all the time. We, you know, we're doing five, six hours a day. And he said the average amount of time was one hour per week. Some people aren't even doing, you know, even doing that. So um, what we say, what, what, my, what my premise is, is that if you um, dedicate some time every day, and if you're beginning, it might just be half an hour, but if you're a bit more experienced, it might be two hours. If you, um, if you do two hours per day, and that's something you can set in Proactive, and then we've got these what we call rituals. So th these will be the things you need to do. So for example, spending time on LinkedIn, uh, cold calling, uh, distributing leaflets, um, I don't know, whatever it is, the practical marketing or selling activity, that would be a ritual. And we would say, have, have two of those perhaps, get started and then do that for 30 working days. And then at the end of that period, you're going to have some data, and that data is going to say something like, you're doing okay, you just need to tighten up a little bit on the kind of stuff you're posting in LinkedIn, for example, or something. Or uh, you're going to have absolute rejection, which is going to tell you something about your marketing mix. So your marketing mix is off. So your, 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 um, you know, your branding or the way you're communicating about your product or your price or the actual product itself. So what we want to do, I mean, you could spend a year, and we've all done that, you know, kind of banging our heads against the brick wall. But what this uh, process could do for a lot of people is condense that into a month or a month and a half or something. And, you know, you might say, well, how does a person know what kind of marketing they should do? Obviously, that's not a question that Proactive can answer specifically, although we can provide a whole list of things you could do. It might be something that a person discusses with somebody with the skills like Elaine that you've got. You know, I sell widgets. Um, I'm doing really badly. Can you give me some advice? And then you might say, well, actually, yeah, um, you know, talk to Mark because your, your, your logo is rubbish. And, uh, you know, get that sorted out, come back. And then, you know, we do these things. Um, so, or, or, you know, go to Chris and have a marketing, get a marketing strategy together. And then we break it down break it down to actionable, um, you know, things that people can do. But doing it is doing it um, process. So that's really at the core of, in fact, that was the part I started to develop first. Everything else started to build up around that. Because, um, you know, you can have, to, honestly, you can have the, you know, I've, I've, I've used Salesforce, for example. It's just a completely ridiculous piece of software for, um, you know, the average guy who's got his own products or services that was the one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, and, and people come out of large corporations where the CRM is a module on the accounting package. For example, I've done three very, very large enterprise installations myself uh, of these kinds of software in the past. Um, but we're really talking about a completely different scenario where the software has just got to be almost invisible to people because they're getting the benefits. They don't, the software is just... It's ephemeral, really. What they, what we're really hoping is for people to get a feeling. I'm actually, I, can, I feel calm now. Right, I know what I need to do. Um, I've watched Tony's, uh, you know, video, and he said, sit down every day for thirty minutes or forty-five minutes or two hours, and focus on these two things. And inside of Proactive, you push a timer on each ritual across the. You press the timer, and it times how long you're uh, working for, and you can make little notes and stuff on what you're actually doing. And what that does is it gives um, feedback to yourself. Um, you know, you've got reports in the background. And it tells you what, how much time you've spent. And it tells it, it, you say, right, I'm going to do two hours every day. And that's your 100%. So you set your own target. And Proactive will tell you if you're actually reaching your own 100%, you know. Um, and if you're working in an accountability um, relationship with someone, like I am with Elaine, for example, I like to keep Elaine on a very short leash, by the way, guys. <laughs> well, no. many have tried. That's true with me, isn't it? <laughs> um, if you're on accountability, you can, you, you know, you're, and, and we're moving towards building a, um, a feature that allows people to write their goals for the following week. So what, what, what I do with Elaine is um, at the end of every week, uh, we send each other an email which basically says, this is what I did last week. This is what I'm going to do next week. It's a very simple process. I found it very useful for 
you know, uh, been doing it for quite a few years now. It helps me to plan the week. And what I think we can do is capture those things inside of Proactive. So somebody on a Sunday uh, can sit down right the next is they, they aren't diary things. They're not calendar things, but these are the things I want to accomplish this week. And, um, you know, so you could you could have some sort of focus on those as well, because that kind of tool with some accountability will, generally speaking, help people. It helps me. You know, if I if I say to if I write to Elaine, right, I'm going to do all these things um, then and I don't do them, I'm going to feel a little bit like an arse at the end of the week, you know, because you, there's an innate pressure inside of ourselves to not let people down. It's a human um characteristic you don't want to let people down if you've made a commitment so just that little bit of extra pressure elaine tony mentions accountability which is another topic that you're you're hot on in these tautological times and he chuckles to himself feeling very smug uh having stolen it from tony's notes um (laughs) it is very much about not doing things twice isn't it it's about moving on to the next task and making sure that you achieve these landmarks rather than allowing it to overwhelm you and just not going through. That's, that could be probably something that's said for many people's marketing strategies. Oh, totally. Let, let's be honest. You know, we, we could all have some amazing plans, can't we? And they're all a great plan on a piece of paper. And, it, and then you, you look at it at the end of the week and you think, oh, oh, well, I never quite did that this week or I did a bit of it. And, but there's always next week. You know, so the accountability piece for me is, is quite, quite huge. Uh, really and it just keeps you on on track and that that's you know sort of what a, a good crm system that works for you will will help you do that because it it is we, we can get get into the whole fanciful names and crm system is definitely one of those things that most people go oh, oh right okay what is that but actually as Tony said at the start really it's it's something that keeps you in line with your processes and your goals and the actions that are going to need to happen to achieve those goals and keeping things all a bit more timely. So however you do it, 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 we all need something and we all have to work to what works for us because not everything does work for us. It's like saying to somebody, oh, um, yeah, you know, what's the the most time effective tools that you use? And... uh, if we asked us all now what that question, we're not all going to say the same thing, are we? Because some things we, we don't need any help with, we're good at it. Other things we know we need something. So we're not all going to look at the same things or need the same things. But it get, it's getting the thing that totally works for you is is right, definitely. Can, can I ask Tony a question? No. To- <laughs> <laughs> uh, to- Tony, I, I've been doing a, a campaign, sales campaign, just recently on on LinkedIn, um, and uh, as I as I mentioned before, I, my um, my Heath Robinson CRM system is uh, is a mixture of uh, of String um, and uh, and Excel. Um, would does your does your system work with social media? Uh, yes and no. So we had we, I invested quite a, quite a lot of money into significant integration with Google Calendar, email, and contacts. And then there was a purge of all small businesses working with Google um, about uh, about a year ago, and they wanted all of our software to be security audited, and they quoted us between fifteen thousand and seventy five thousand. Uh, dollars a piece. I'm not being funny. That's a, that's a that's a wide ranging quote for somebody to give. It's like could be a quid, could be a million. I'll tell you what, instructors, and I'll send you a bill at the end, and we'll see where we go on there. Yeah, I think um, I think they wanted to just completely get rid of all small businesses that were using their services, basically, and uh, that did the trick. So the uh, we do have some integration into Outlook, but the 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 challenge um, I. I, I the answer to your question is no at the moment. Right. But you you could, for example, um, and it's a bit clunky. You could export your contacts and then import them into Proactive. Um, but the um, and I, I I do think further down the road when we've got more budget, we can we can do some so long as they um, you know what's the word so long as they are in line with LinkedIn's uh, terms of service or or whoever really. The brain processes nearly 10,000 visual and oral cues per minute. 
as first impressions stick, make the customer see your business in the right way. Funky Vibes can ensure your vibes attract the right tribe with their marketing expertise, graphic design, bespoke websites, and social media packages. For more information or a no-commitment initial consultation, simply email your tribe at funkyvibe.co.uk. Even that, even that aside, really, Chris. I mean, this is something that you and I mention um, almost as often as as Elaine mentions accountability. Is segmenting, <laughs> focusing in, honing in on who you want to target, not yes. being wide scoping and 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 the system like Tony's, which allows you to really filter who it is that you can be contacting and targeting is yeah, is yeah. a really useful tool because you can you can really hone in on that that segment of the market that you're really after yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah i think that's that, that's a really good point isn't it because as we've said before is it's better to speak to 10 people that once or more likely to want that product than 100 who don't so by having the ability to segment it's going to make you do it actually isn't it because if you're sitting there thinking oh, i've got this new new something and these people you know i could send it to all my contacts as in gdpr uh contacts uh list then you're going to hesitate more if you think oh that's not going to apply to some of them i'm just going to send it out to everybody but actually if you can segment it you know that you're actually focusing on the people that it would work for and they're more likely to open it aren't they let's face it so yeah some great uh, tools and it can, it's, um, you can do mail shots, can't you, and things on it, I gather, can you? Yeah, actually, so um, when you, in, in a proactive account, you have um, the ability to use the mail shot feature and you can send 200 emails for free per day. And the service provider that we use, I mean, it, co- it would cost you about 10 quid to, to lift that to 20,000 a month or 30,000 a month. But for most people in the kind of, you know, the range that we're talking about, they generally, that's probably enough. 6,000 a month is probably enough for people. We've got a feature called lists, which is kind of um, a way that you can put contacts into completely ad hoc buckets. So uh, people use those in all sorts of matrixly, you know, multidimensional ways. But you can basically email to a list and then you can you could move them off of that list onto another one. So it's like moving them down a pipeline or something, then, then you email the next lot if you wanted to. Um, yeah, that comes as part of uh, the, the proactive package. Um, what, what, uh, Chris, what you were talking about, um, if you, you're um, in, I assume you're in sort of some, you know, consulting or marketing, consulting these kinds of projects, or uh, you're offering those kinds of services, business to business, um, I do, um, I've started to really get into LinkedIn over the last uh, few months, really, and I'm, I'm picking up people off of there and I'm just copy and pasting their link and putting it into Proactive. Um, because if I, if I were, if, I mean, Proactive isn't a business to consumer marketing platform, so we're not dealing with thousands of people, hundreds of, it's very, very quick just to copy and paste somebody yeah. across. Um, and, and what, you know, when you're, when you're looking at the kinds of, I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly all of the thing you do, but you know, if you're, if you're looking at, if you're looking at selling training or consultancy, then probably the number of leads you're machining, uh, is probably not thousands and thousands as we do imagine. One of the things I would probably stress about anyone who doesn't have and is, has either not thought about it or is now considering the benefits of, of a, a CRM system is all of the things you've mentioned sound like it's an awful lot of work, but actually that's not really how it's designed to work, is it? That the idea is that you can actually do a huge amount with very little work. It's it's one of those where if you set it up now when you do it properly and, and you, you yeah. get the ball rolling, the momentum will in itself pay back way more than the the investment you make in getting it in the first place. You mentioned a, a mail show. If you can send 200 emails out a day to your customers and you can actually segment them so you can actually fine-tune it to go to the people you want for the product that you're offering, the amount of time and energy that that will save and how many of those 200 emails need to turn into an actual job before you probably make back the cost of the investment in time for the whole installation and setting up 
of the CRM system, never mind the cost of actually running your business. No, exactly. And with the um, mail provider we use, a company called MailJet, um, everybody has their own account and you can log in and you can see the number of emails that are opened, the number of bounces, and if you put a link in there, the number of clicks on the link as well, which is really good uh, data, right? It's like kind of crucial um, and would help you to kind of clean up your mail list anyway. Um, yeah, no, no, absolutely. I, you could get started. Um, you could get started on sort of benef very, very beneficial personal activity uh, within 30 minutes or less, probably. All you would need to do is set up a couple of uh, uh, rituals, which is, is, is a very simple form, I, you know, LinkedIn, I'm going to do it on these days or I want to do it every day. And then you just enter into another field, how much per day you're going to spend and you're away, basically. Uh, and because that, that, that actual, that, that's, that activity will, I, I can almost guarantee that that activity will lift. Well, I guarantee that, that just doing that every day will take 90% of people that would do it to a different place in their, in their business. Because as Elaine said, you know, most people are ad hoc and I'm going to do a bit of marketing. So go on to LinkedIn, I'll jump over to uh, Facebook, have a quick look at, you know, uh, some photos come back, jump around a few groups. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's not really the thing, is it? I mean, in fact, all of those tools are probably your enemy, to be honest with you, because uh, they're sapping time, your best time, your daytime, away from the actual main thing, which is how do I get business in the door, you know? Um, and proactive, proactive is basically... It's making, it's wanting people to be proactive, proactively using a simple tool to get some, I don't want to say discipline, but Elaine probably knows what I mean, don't you, Elaine? By <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want, I don't want to say the word discipline, but it is very, very necessary. Like I, 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 when I left uh, university, I, I got a job selling tills to bookmakers and I'd never been, even been in the bookies, you know, the branch manager had to sort of take me around. And um, every day I had to fill out a form of what I did and uh, fax it to the managing director. You know, we had, we, we want, they wanted to know every single minute of what I was doing. And, um, yeah, uh, and, and that's because that, that was my job. But for people that are making and selling products and services, their main thing, I, you know, their main thing is their thing. It's not the selling of it. But actually, um, it has to be. And... You know, you talk to people and they begin to realize that the thing that they were going to be doing, butcher, baker, candlestick maker, is actually a slightly smaller amount of the week than they thought because they've got to do other things As and selling is a big chunk of what they've got to do. And the analytics element of it is also a, probably, again, an underestimated tool, being able to analyze what's working, what's not working, uh, you mentioned before about obviously the the ability to read the opens and the clicks from the email. I guess you can get that from other um, mail shot services, but the point is this is all integrated within a, a single area where there's other benefits that you can look at. There's other analytics you can enjoy. Um, <clears throat> so th there's that added benefit, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've got um, we've, we we have a load of reports, and um, one of the one of the benefits, if I may, about using proactive is that I'm I'm actually very open to hearing from people. Um, you know, if they've got an idea for the products, and it's going to be something that's useful for everybody, we definitely want to implement that. That 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 isn't probably the case if you're working with something like uh, Microsoft Dynamics or or mm -hmm. Pipedrive. You know, could you mm -hmm. just pop in this field for us? Yeah. Yeah. So um, give you a bit of feedback now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, we're we're I'm you know I'm trying to help um, small businesses. Uh, I, you know, I've had a small business myself as a software company, and um, you know I know how difficult it can be to be. Uh, running a business, trying to find customers, fulfilling, making money, all that sort of stuff is really challenging. And what I'm hoping is that this tool will give people not just a, a place to put their contacts, but also a framework for actually doing the work. People like simplicity, don't they? Because yeah. they're an expert in their field, but um, they wouldn't be an expert in, in a CRM system. Um, 
So and I do know, obviously, knowing proactive a, a bit, that there are lots of videos in there, aren't there? So it, it's that sort of stuff that you know helps people put that process into action, isn't it? Really, which is it's really beneficial, I think, definitely. So where can they get more information about proactive, Tony? Um, the website is myproactivebusiness.com and uh, you can sign up there for a 30-day free trial. Um, Proactive costs £15 per month. And, um, yeah, so anytime during that uh, free trial you can cancel, there's no obligation or anything like that. All the finances are handled by PayPal, so we're completely uh, secure from that point of view. Yep. And can they find you on any of the social medias? Yes, you can find me uh, on LinkedIn if you search for Tony Radford. Um, on uh, Facebook, if you look for my proactive business, um, those are the main ones, really. And they can also find you on a podcast, can they not? This isn't your first soiree <laughs> into the audio world. Yes, there is a really good business idea, everybody, and that's to create a podcast for your target audience. <laughs> and um, yep, so people can find me on the Small Business Heroes podcast. Almost forgot the name of it then. People can find me on the Small Business Heroes podcast as well. We're on all the major channels. How very exciting. So you can check that out. Uh, Chris, have you got any questions for Tony? I haven't, but I'm writing all these things down. Um, <laughs> well, you need, to... you need and bother because they will all be in the show notes. So people will be able to find them, click them, enjoy them to their heart's content. You think of everything, Mark, don't you? <laughs> we do indeed. Elaine, have you got any extra special questions for Tony? No, I haven't. Um, no, all, um, all good. Yes, definitely something that keeps me on track anyway. Yeah, good. Well, Tony, thank you very much for joining us today. That's been uh, extremely useful. I do urge people to get in touch with you uh, because a CRM system is an exceedingly useful tool. Um, if not essential, if you're certainly looking to grow a, a an effective, decent business, and now's as good a time as any to be trying to achieve that goal. Hundred um, uh, percent. Uh, so uh, yes, thank you very much for joining us today, Elaine, Chris. Thank you as always for your help and your input and your thank wisdom. You. Uh, yeah. I look forward to seeing you next time, Chris. Uh, Sean shaven and uh, looking as sexy as ever. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be me <laughs> well thank you very much for joining us guys as I said at the outset you can check out all the shows on the podstation.co.uk uh, forward slash go fish uh, make sure you subscribe give us some feedback some comments uh, suggest some topics all of the above um, so uh, we'll catch you next time and uh, yeah see you later Get social at go underscore fish marketing on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter.